just said Smirnoffs are fine Zimas are gross I bought some recently because they had the re-release they yeah. were gross gross as fuck I, you know it's one thing whenever they're getting like nostalgic about like some foods and stuff like I, I know that they're bringing back like Dunkaroos you remember those cookie sticks that came with like icing and it was like one of those mm-hmm. cracker and cheese packs but it was a cookie stick and icing. Like the little snack pack things that they yes. have with the cheese, which is yeah. the grossest shit ever. <laughs> I don't know. I used to eat one of those, you know, after school some days. But, yeah, they're bringing back dunk- Dunkaroos. And then I'm pretty sure they have to get rid of them again because the American system can't handle it anymore. Sure they can. You eat all the little cookie sticks, then you stick your finger in and eat the icing. Yeah, you, I used to stick my whole tongue in there. Blah, 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 blah. Gross. But, yeah, I know. But then again, I also drank Smirnoff with grenadine because it turned it a little pink. Yeah, and it adds a little flavor. Yeah, and so I that was sound, like, That oh, sounds actually delicious. I'm so cool drinking my Smirnoff with a little bit of grenadine in it. Um, but yeah. As someone who enjoys very sweet drinks, that sounds delicious. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I mean, I feel like I could have elevated my taste and I'm glad that I have over the years. What's above Zima? Zima the alphabet. Zima? Yeah. Can't go talking, further than Zima. I was talking about Smirnoff. Oh, you were talking about Zima. I was Zima. talking about Zima. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, alcohol. It's a thing. Yep. And it helps faci- facilitate sexual relations in a lot of instances. Yes. Yes, it does. What could this show be about? <laughs> um, well, I don't know. It depends. Who are you? This is KingCast, and I am Chris, and I don't know a game because we told our Zodiacs last time. So how about we talk about our favorite cow-related property, (laughs) either in the media or possibly a product? Ooh, okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? (laughs) Whichever. All right, I'm Dana, and um, the first thing I thought of, even when we talked about this before, when we were talking about the male Taurus sign, um, I I kept thinking about the car, the Ford Taurus. Um, I I don't know much about that particular car, but I know it's a sedan, and it's named after the Taurus, which is supposed to be a reliable, long-haul kind of critter. So... Yeah, the Ford Taurus. <laughs> as as great as or better than the uh, Tercel, the, the Geo Tercel. Um, well, it's got to be, but it's a it's, that's a Geo. Yeah, it's like a Geo. Well, my favorite cow related property is Ferdinand the Bull, starring John Cena. I haven't seen it, but it's the only thing I can think of. It's voiced by John Cena? Yeah. Ferdinand the Bull. Came out like two years ago. It's an animated movie. That's not a whole movie. That's just one scene with John Cena and his giant dick that's in that movie with, um, oh, what's that other chickadee that's like... Okay, Ferdinand the Bull is a kid's movie. It definitely does not have John Cena's giant dick in it. No, he was in, um... 
He was in that movie with that other comedian. Oh, I'm trying to remember her name now. But there was one where he came out and he just had like this giant towel on his giant dick. And you're just like, Jesus. Amy Schumer? Yep. That's it. The uh, uh, train wreck? Train wreck. That's the one. And I'm sure he called his penis Ferdinand. Train wreck. That That's was, what uh, I call the rest of her career. Yeah, absolutely. But the high point of that was just all of John Cena. Oh, and the part whenever he made the comment about being... Somebody said something about, like, hey, you look like Matt Damon. And he's like, no, I look like Matt Damon ate Matt Damon. It was funny. Yeah, John Cena's not a good actor. <laughs> no, he's not. But he is muscular. I swear it was starring... It features the voice of John Cena as the titular role. Thank you, Ferdinand the Bull. It was titular something. Anywho's Very cool. Yes. Also Red Bull. Also Red Gives Bull. Gives you ring, rings. Wings. Also, <laughs> save a horse, ride a bull. And one of those bucking bull things that they have, the electric bulls. That That's cool, too. Yes. And the 1990s Chicago Bulls. That is also a fantastic Bulls property to watch. Ooh, yeah. Some classic Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yes. His dad got murdered because of him. Wow. It's, con- it's conspiracy theory, but it... That got dark real yeah. quick. Went from like, oh, that's a cool thing to like, holy shit, that's really dark. Yeah, apparently someone put a hit out on him because he wasn't paying his gambling debts. Uh-oh. Hey, guys, don't gamble. Anyway. That's terrifying. If you're here for the uplifting show that you're normally used to... <laughs> Tommy's still on vacation, so congratulations. It's going to be very uplifting. Hey, you know what? Our last episode was pretty insightful, I felt. Yeah. I wasn't being sarcastic toward the show. Oh. Okay, good. Tommy's very fun. dour and sad. Yeah. But Come I back. like it. But yeah. I like what his, his contributions. Anyways, he's in the south of France. Um... Buying a new chateau. So. I actually, contrary to what you just said, I heard he's in Spain. Is and he, in uh, Spain? he was doing some hands on research trying to become a matador. Oh. He got confused when we said we were researching Taurus and was like, Toro? And Ari bought tickets and left before I could say anything. Oh, is he running with the bulls? He no. does run. He's the matador. He's murdering them. Oh, no. That's not good. Especially when they're Taurus ladies, which is our topic for Uh, today. Maybe he is slaying some of that Taurus pussy. Okay. 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 What's happening? What am I doing? I don't know. You get on to me for my jokes all the time. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right. Uh, so the Taurus female. No, come on, ladies. Um, oh, come on, dear. What's wrong with me? Hello, ladies. As one of my old favorite podcasts used to begin. Oh, hello, ladies. Um, the Taurus woman um, is the astrological sign that is between April 21st and May 21st. In our last episode, we talked about the Taurus male. Um, this time we're talking about the Taurus female. Um, and that's just because, um, the, the resources that we're using, a lot of them have it divvied up by, um, one specific gender or the other gender. Um, sometimes it doesn't really take it into account that there is so much of a spectrum. Um, 
which on this show, we believe that there is a spectrum that you can be anywhere on that spectrum, um, more feminine, more masculine or whatever, or even be not on the spectrum at all. You can just, um, be who you are, be who you be. But in terms of this episode, we're looking at the Taurus female. Yes. So the Taurus female shares a lot of the same personality traits as the Taurus male. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are both a feminine sign, both uh, born under Venus, which uh, is the most female of planets, apparently. Yeah. Mars got go a to... giant vagina on it. Wait, men go to Mars and women go to Venus? No, men go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Oh, Oh, I'm having flashbacks to fourth grade. All right. Women go to Venus to get a penis. No. That's not not how it goes. It's part of the rhyme. If anybody remembers how that, like, early 90s rhyme went, please, like, send us a message. Also, it's much better than (laughs) men go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Come on, girls. Hmm. What I want to know is about the men who go to Uranus. Oh! Okay, that was a really bad joke. I'm sorry. That needs some explainers. <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything that rhymed, so... Uh, okay, alright. B- besides anus. Now for the rest of the episode, I'm just going to sit and <clears throat> groan into the microphone for 45 minutes. Why? You're not interested in learning about the Taurus... Feet with the Taurus ladies. No, I'm just getting over my really horrible uh, jokes. But no, please tell me about the Taurus ladies because we did talk about the gents uh, last time, which was actually pretty interesting. Um, but I want to know about some of these ladies. So, again, if you all do believe any of this, we're not here to make fun of you, we're not here to mock you. Spirituality is a positive thing, mm-hmm. I believe. It is. Uh, and so wherever you can uh, gain uh, understanding of your universe, feel free to do that. Yeah. With that said, I think this stuff's ridiculous and hilarious. So we're <laughs> going to be... We're Some going of it's to... really funny. And I think everybody knows to take this with a grain of salt. Yeah. And so we're going to be looking through uh, the astro- or sextrology, the astrology of sex and the sex by Starsky and Cox. Once again, I want to give them credit because they wrote novels on every single thing regarding the astrology and sex. Yeah, looking at um at each uh sign and um each sex. And it does briefly detail. mention uh trans. Oh, that's right. It does. Yes. It does and also um But it's more of like which would this sign be likely to be trans? Got it. Instead of Putting trans mm-hmm. under a microscope. Like we found last time. Like yep. we found out last time. Um, the Taurus male is prone to... Um, uh, Cross-dressing. Trans- yeah, transvestism. And, uh, because of their relationship with the Venus mm-hmm. uh, planet, they are... Uh, which is the female planet, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are uh, more in tune with their feminine side and more likely to... Uh, Want to experience their feminine side? And yeah, that includes uh, also uh, like traditional feminine roles. So being like uh, quote traditional feminine roles. So yeah. be like in a sexual relationship, being like a bottom. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, let's talk about these Taurus ladies, because that's, of course, what has our focus today. Um, tell me a little bit about what you found, Chris. Well, uh, this uh, describes the Taurus, as I said last time, it uh, it breaks down everything uh, by you know Zodiac and gender and then gives them a title. Mm-hmm. So this is the ideal. Ooh. Okay. So last time it was the idol. Yeah. So because, now it's the ideal. Yes. Because okay. they love their little wordplay in yes. this book. So this is the ideal. This is the most feminine of feminine. This is a woman being as womanly as she can be. This is a lady being as in touch with her lady parts as possible. Ooh. Okay. So, uh, it is described as the Zodiac's barefoot contessa, the tribal princess, the spirit of regal immunity and pa- uh, pastoral naivete combined into one. Okay. So, uh, uh, it's also contends that the first, uh, what's that? Chic, something chic, uh, hippie chic. Oh yeah. yeah like, yeah. uh, hipsters were... Taurus women, because mm-hmm. it's an earth sign, too. So they're, like, in touch with their earthly natures. Very, very earthly, or earthy, uh, hipster, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. They go to Coachella. Yep. They wear lots of flower crowns. And these uh, these ladies, they're hard to get down. They are fun-loving, and they are fun-loving for their entire life. They're pretty much always happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it uh, does say that... They are very materialistic, but not like, I need to own the most expensive thing. They're just mm-hmm. like owning stuff. Yeah. And uh, that even without trying, they will just gain wealth. Which oh, I was wow. like, that's nice. I wonder what Gemini says. Yeah. Can I just like sit around and just have wealth accumulate? I'm, I'm already interested in changing my sign for this one because it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you, <laughs> you could be Transodiac. That should be the that should be the next big thing. <laughs> uh, so uh, no other woman enjoys being a girl more than this eternal nymph. The whole of her existence is an exploration of the feminine experience. So wow, it's all about being a lady and being as lady as possible. Wow, which is con- contrary to some of the stuff that we found that they like being tomboys. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends on what resources you're looking at for this. But in our case, um, the way that we're kind of approaching this, it's very, like, almost hyper-feminine, super-feminine. It does describe it as ultra-feminine. Ultra-feminine. I like it. Okay. Uh, So uh, they are very about the material world, and that includes looks. They like stuff to look pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, they are very obsessed with, like, their looks and being in a relationship with someone who looks good. Like, they are uh, in love with... Beauty. Beauty. Okay. Much uh, like the Taurus man. Yeah. And it does describe them as being effortlessly beautiful. Okay. Like, just, uh, it comes in there. It's part of their nature. mm -hmm. (gasps) It's part of their nature. And that uh, some other women of other signs would describe them as uh, being, like, like, Harlots, because they do like to dress up and wear a lot of makeup and mm-hmm. wear vestments. Yeah. Uh, and that they express their femininity as much as possible. So they don't care about, you know, like walking around wearing, you know, Modesty. low cut stuff. Yeah. And so uh, 
they are kind of looked down upon for embracing their femininity as much as they do mm-hmm. uh, because they also uh, accept uh, like the traditional female roles right and uh, like embrace those kind of things sure so uh, but they also are very about like being empowered in those roles so it's it's more of just like we enjoy doing this, so mm-hmm. why can't why aren't we allowed to do this? Why do we all have to be like you mm-hmm. know like working third wave feminism kind of thing right like maybe I do just like to be a housekeeper, that kind of thing that's how it's described now that we've gotten that boring stuff out of the way, I thought that was really fascinating. I'm imagining like a like a um the lady who does all the Celtic woman music videos, or Enya, or somebody who's I was about just to like say, I was about flitting to say around Enya. in nature in some high grass with blossoms in her hair, and she's hey, wearing something. Uh, <laughs> she's wearing something super flowy and drapey, mm-hmm. and probably is just like no bras for me, like just free and natural, and I don't know, maybe even a little hairy. To the extent that she feels beautiful. We're about to talk about that. Oh, 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 we have more information. What does it say? We're down to the fun parts now, which is the body. Ooh, tell me about her body. These stuff. Well, they are, uh, like I said, effortlessly beautiful. Uh, Some of the main people that talks about being a a Taurus female is a. uh, Audrey Hepburn, mm-hmm. uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. I did say Cher, which I might disagree with. Effortlessly uh, beautiful. Cher is beautiful. She's got a voice. She's not traditionally beautiful, but she is. Beautiful. Uh, but the uh, apparently the uh, Taurus, uh, one of the main physical attributes that is ruled by the Taurus is the neck, and so they have uh, prominent, like uh-huh. strong necks. I could see that. Uh, I can definitely see that. Also, that reference kind of makes me think about, like, the yoke you would put on, mm-hmm. like, a cow um, that's, like, leading on a plow or something. You would have a yoke around their neck. So it's important that they would have a strong neck in order to kind of, like, be useful, in order to be um, involved in turning the earth. Yeah. Is that kind of... Or am I on the right path? Uh, yeah. Yeah? 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 Okay. Uh, so, uh, like, these are the most feminine looking women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any, like when you think of like the traditional, like female woman, mm-hmm. well, I think of like Audrey Hepburn sure. and they do su- supposedly look like that. According to this book, they are very prototypical female. Sure. Uh, so the part I'm interested in, which we talked about last time with the Taurus male having a big, uh, ding dong. A giant cow dick. Yep. As I said last time. Or bull dick. Bull dick. Yeah. Cows don't have dicks. That's what I had to clarify. I was like, wait a second. That didn't come out right. Okay, sorry. As I said last time, it goes into much more detail for the women's Ooh, parts. okay. But I want to know all of it. I want to know everything it says. Oh, I was just going to get down to the uh, the interesting bits. Yeah, do it. Okay. Uh, so uh, they do have puffy... Very feminine, full lips. Okay. And uh, those puffy lips hint at similarly puffed lower-placed pair she possesses. <laughs> just as her, th- 
just as her satiny throatings suggest yet another silky instrument where many of the bull's other talents naturally lie. Ooh, okay. This girl's torn power of response is strikingly evident both in the way her pussy swells with excitement and how incredibly juicy it becomes at even the mere suggestion of sex. Her bush tends to be soft. See, I told you, there was almost nothing about dude. Just as like, he got a big dick. Yeah, he got a big dick and he likes to lay back and have girls ride on him. Yeah. Her bush tends to be soft and fine, yet despite its natural uh, spareness, the torn female typically trims it further back into a whispered hint of a V. Her mound makes a a rather vivid protrusion, as if in some silent tribute to her planetary namesake deity for whom the Mons Veneris is named. Ooh, okay. However, for all the prominent aspects associated with her privates, she often has a tricky trigger that takes a keen finger or tongue to find. The inner thighs and tummy are erogenous zones for the torn female, as is the perineum. Her nipples, too, are special pleasure points, never overtly, uncomfortably sensitive. Does it say anything about, like, big boobs, little boobs? I kind of want to know. Yeah. No? Mm Mm-mm. Just just the juicy bits. Mm. Just the literal juicy bits in this case. Apparently, if you're a Taurus female listening to this show, since we might have mentioned the word sex, you're apparently dripping According to this <laughs> oh, because all it takes is something very small to kind of immediately yeah. start that The engine. mere suggestion of sex. Incredibly wow. juicy. Wow, interesting. Okay, I have to say I'm a little surprised it didn't say anything about breasts. Because this is a cow, right? Like, this is a Taurus female would be a cow, right? So Do you, you want me would to write probably Starsky have... and Cox and ask them about it? Yes. I, I feel like we should reach out to them and get some information because I feel like it would say something about like her having these huge, giant, milky, voluptuous, utter like They breasts. are very pale. Oh. It does say no matter their ethnicity, uh, they will be the palest of uh, their ethnic group. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. And... Uh, they love adorning themselves with uh, tattoos and uh, piercings, uh, including piercings that are meant to deliver possible ecstasy to a lover. Ooh, okay. So, so like some genital piercings. Genital, nipple, tongue. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. I'm also kind of thinking like, okay, in the style of like what a harem girl or something like that. Is that fair to say? Am I allowed to say that? Isn't it sensitive? Like... You think of, like, a, um... I mean, I want some harm. <laughs> like, you think of, like, the girls that do, like, belly dancing and stuff. Like, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like um, Princess Jasmine. Yes. Yes. So, okay. Interesting. What else you got? Well, that's the physical aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we can talk... Or, uh, yeah, I guess now we can talk about their... Roles in the bed and the relationships that they like to have. I would be interested in knowing about the kinds of relationships that they they would have. Because mainly, I'm thinking, okay, the Taurus male, since we discussed him, he's like a, he's got a giant dick, but he doesn't really like to be the one that's 
actively pleasuring somebody else. He'd rather let somebody else pleasure themselves using him. And I'm thinking, I'm just going to make a, like a, like a guess here. Um, and I know that this isn't usually the case, but I feel like the Taurus female would actually make a pretty good mate sexually mm-hmm. to a Taurus male. Um, oh, to a Taurus male? Yeah. No. No. Why? Can they never go together if they're the same sign? I mean, I'd, we might figure that out later on, but why would they go to be- together? Because the Taurus male... Because she's, like, super juicy and But super... they both they both love being pursued. Ah, okay. That's fair. That's they don't, fair. They don't like being... They don't like doing the pursuing. I'm just thinking of the bits themselves. <laughs> you got a big dick and a juicy wet pussy. But she embraces... Nature. The traditional aspects of femininity. Oh, so she so likes being. Probably, she would probably be a little bit more subordinate. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's. I want to know what you what you found on that. Okay. So uh, the Taurus uh, lady, uh, she likes traditional, customary, quote fairy tale like roles. Okay. So she, so not necessarily fantasy. No, she just likes to find her prince. Aww. Okay. Um, uh, they typically hook up with uh, older, popular guys, uh, and uh, don't. She likes to hook up with people who can sustain her materialism, right. as well as uh, are like a status symbol, mm-hmm. like someone you can show off to, like your friends, being like, "Oh yeah, I've got like you know." This dude, he's, like, already on his career course and blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. I'm going to make a reference here. This reminds me of Angela from The Office getting married to the senator. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's a senator. Oh, yeah, he's a senator. Like, he's amazing. He does all these things. He's super popular and he's in politics. So kind of that kind of vein, like somebody who's going to be able to, she's going to be able to basically ride into success. Not necessarily oh okay uh she does seek that out but not in the same way that angela does okay because one of the things that says about taurus women is that they're they're nice okay (laughs) and angela is uh yeah anything but i just love that show and i feel like some of the characters and the personalities that are on that show makes me think of things we talk on here sometimes Mm -hmm. uh yeah so uh pretty much the way this was kind of being described it made me think of the uh uh, the manic pixie dream girl stereotype. Oh, okay, okay. Where it's like they're always fun loving, they're always outgoing. You know, mm-hmm. they'll like drag you along for the night of your life and then disappear the next because you you weren't what they were looking for, but they were there when you needed it, or you know, all that that stereotype from those like mid two thousands movies, like Elizabeth Town. I don't know who that is. Shoot. I was thinking like Zoe Deschanel because that's it was who Orlando she's played Bloom, her entire life. Orlando Bloom and some girl named Elizabeth Town. No, it was Elijah Wood. No, I've seen that movie. It's uh, it's about little little Hobbit people saving the world. No, I'll find it. I'll find it. it wasn't. It wasn't that. I'm gonna find it because it's important that I mention this, right? Because this is like the classic. Manic Pixie Dream Girl? Uh-huh. I mean, I think Zoe Deschanel is. I mean... But, oh, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst well, in Elizabethtown. 
guess who's on our list of uh, famous female tourist celebrities? Nuh-uh. Yes. Holy smokes. Okay, that was lucky. Kirsten Dunst is one of them. So, more than any other sign, this girl will probably end up marrying the first person that they, like, sleep with. Ooh, okay. Uh, Like, they'll marry their high school sweetheart or that thing. They marry young. This is really fascinating, because I actually know some Tauruses. And and it's because they trick themselves. Aww. They trick themselves? It's because they usually don't, like, experience sex Mm-hmm. in other forms so they think it's like good and one of the things that this does describe is that tourist uh tourist ladies confuse sex sexual urges with love uh-huh. and so oh, like they'll oh, latch on to someone and just be like okay well now i'm in love with them yeah and they believe in like the whole customary fairy tale thing and they're like oh this is my true love and then you know, they they don't start realizing till later in their life, like, oh wait, I can get myself off better than this dude. He doesn't wow. really do much. Okay, so I have a girlfriend who's a Taurus, and this is like her mm. to a T. Holy smokes! <clears throat> I also I was thinking the same thing when I was reading this, but I also don't believe any of this. So. I know. Like, part of me is like, okay, no, no, no. This is a show. We talk about science. We talk about research. We talk about studies. And now that we're kind of looking at some of these other kind of... No, it's just so broad that it can be used to describe anything. But the fact that, like, she saves it maybe for marriage No, she does not. Oh, okay. She She saves it for Prince Charming. She doesn't save it. She just hooks up with... She hooks up with, like, her high school boyfriend is like... Man, this is actually decent. I think I'm in love with this guy. Oh, uh, okay. So equating sex and love. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's no, fair. No, she's not. She's not about this. saving it. In okay. fact, it does say she is as horny as any young dude, like any high school age dude. Get into it. I want to know more. Yeah, she she wants to fuck. Okay. All the time. After she's found love. No. Just oh. she confuses love with sex. Okay. So she, but she doesn't cheat. Okay. So she's tied to one person. Yeah. What's best for her is to, you know, explore. And a lot of them, if they don't, like, marry their high school lover. High school lover, that's weird. High school... Sweetheart? High school sweetheart. uh, They will, uh, like, have... They'll be, like, zero monogamy. Or, like, where they're just... They're dating someone, like, every day. Right. Like, it's a new person every day. Because they just... They want that love. They want the yeah. affirmation. They, the, want, the they want to test too. the waters of the sex. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Great. So is sexual gratification kind of like um, a driving force for the Taurus female? No. It's kind of like the Taurus male. Okay. Where. They get pleasure out of the somebody other else person. getting pleasure. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Uh. So the young Taurus's sex drive is as strong as any adolescent boys, and she's <laughs> and she's designed for some fairly heavy sex capades. Sex capades. Okay, what does that mean? Heavy sex capades, meaning I like think, long sex sessions. I think it means that her physical <laughs> design is meant for fucking a lot. Oh, okay, all right. So. If you can attribute any physicality mm-hmm. to the Zodiac, 
she's down for plowing. Oh. Like many bulls would be. Golly. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, now I'm also having flashback to one of our other episodes about hue cows. <laughs> like, maybe she would make a no. good hue cow? No. Don't okay. think so. All right. Never mind. Because uh, it does say uh, what she would be, uh, would, what what she does like to uh, do in, like, role play scenarios. Cool. Okay. Uh, we're not going to be talking about that, or it might be right now. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Break, 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 break. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna... You wanted me to look at bull stuff. That was a nice little break. Uh, So, uh, the Taurus woman is in her element in the bed. Ooh, not in the... Not in the grass outside. No. In fact, she doesn't like having sex anywhere but the bed. Ooh. Okay. Uh, she's unabashedly lusty and instinctual. Uh, but her brain does not function as a sexual organ. Oh, okay. Thanks for making that face. Uh, I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Her brain does not function, wait for it, as a sexual organ. No, uh, it's like her uh, Taurus male counterpart. They're not really into the uh, the mind kinky, games, yeah, like the, the role playing, kind the of. the fun stuff. Yeah, uh, they're get they're ready to get down and dirty in the bedroom. Yeah, it is just purely sensual, purely plow this field. All right, I can make bull puns just like this stupid book can. <laughs> <laughs> they're exceedingly receptive in bed. Oh, okay. All they right. are the like consummate zodiac receiver. And okay. It doesn't say it, it implies it, but uh any holes free game. Oh, so they just take it. It's a yeah, it heavily implies it's just it does not say anal mm-hmm. specifically, but it's just like they are re- they are down and dirty for everything. Wow. Okay, and they and they enjoy taking it um, in whatever way best pleases their mate, right? Sort of. Okay, okay. As the, you know, preeminent female Zodiac, they don't like being on top. Okay. They are the Eve to the Lilith. Okay. If you remember our episode from last October. Sure, sure. Where, yeah. We Lil- talked about that. Lilith wanted to be on top, and this is someone who does not want to be on top. She wants to be, uh... Used and abused, as uh, Marilyn Manson might say, but not in a kinky way. Just oh, she just likes used. To, she likes being submissive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it does. So does that mean she's like all into doggy style? I don't know. I feel like that's like a very natural position for somebody who's I, super receptive and so. submissive. Yeah, you know, I would assume so because mm-hmm. that opens up all the holes. Yeah. Mouth but- hole butthole <laughs> it allows access Lucio. it basically yeah. allows access and it's also very natural and also very like grounded very animalistic you're very doggy like that's how dogs have sex uh, and it might yep. be that's why it's named that could be i i'll have to do more research because we are a research-based <laughs> podcast uh <clears throat> quote one might suspect she has an extra g-spot 
lodged somewhere in her throat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I It was talking about, like, drippy pussies earlier, but, but it's like, it's like, oh, oral? We're just going to say, like, maybe she likes using her throat a lot. Hmm. Come on. But now Get back saying, to that drippy pussy stuff we were talking about. They're saying that, he, like, she has an extra G-spot in her throat. So that's, that means that she really likes... That's how much she enjoys getting her partner off. Yeah. Okay, with her mouth, specifically. Yes. Okay, cool. The, again, I just want to be clear. We are talking about hetero... Yes, these are hetero women, right? Yes, because we are, will be talking about homosexual Taurus female. And it's different. Okay. Slightly. Taurus takes the exploration of her femininity to near fetishistic heights, organically falling into role play as striptease artist, geisha, or expert call girl. <gasps> I was right when I said belly dancer. Mm-hmm. Yes. That uh, the most like role play they do mm-hmm. is basically being a stripper or yeah. like a sex worker. Undressing sexually. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Stripping down. Yeah, she easily accesses her primal erotic self, guilelessly giving herself over to her man's more dominant urges. So she needs somebody that's more dominant. Yeah. Okay. For Taurus, it requires complete surrender, which in turn culminates in a kind of transcendent ecstatic state. Wow. Okay, so she likes subspace. I don't know what that means. That is something that we've talked about before on this episode when it comes to um, domination and submission. Sometimes for some subs, they really like just being kind of able to go into their, um, into this other place, psychologically speaking, mm-hmm. um, where they're just able to let go completely and just enjoy um, the ecstatic overall feelings of, of what's happening to their body. And they sometimes would describe it as leaving their body. Huh. So does that have anything to do with Super Smash Brothers Brawl and the, uh, <laughs> the main campaign being called the Subspace Emissary? No. Okay. But so it, it doesn't involve do with super the... smashing. It, it, it does okay. involve super smashing. But it doesn't have anything to do with the child's game. No. Mm-mm. Particularly Super Smash Brothers Brawl and the campaign being called the Subspace Emissary. No. Nope. Okay. No relation. Okay. So it's not... <laughs> that game's not secretly about fucking someone who's, like, super submissive. Right. Okay. Just want to be clear. Mario doesn't fuck Link. That I know of. That we know of. We could probably look at pictures. I mean, deviant art never, never ceases to amaze. The bunch of Nintendo characters don't get together in a giant orgy. I mean, that kind of describes the game, actually. Yeah. Subspace is like a, I don't, I don't want to say it's like a mental orgasm, because that it implies that it like begins and ends. But it's just like a, I don't know, kind of very calm place in your head that you can like hang out in. Which seems to be a trait of um, the Taurus female. Oh, I call that beer state. Beer state? Yeah. No. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't roll your eyes like that. Let's make it a joke. <laughs> <clears throat> She craves a slow, sensual, systematic detailing of her entire being. The bulk of her sexual excitement stems from the utter acquiescence to a man's exploration and domination of her, executed sweetly but deeply. Mm-hmm. Deeply. Oh, okay, okay. So in the way that the Taurus male likes to have, like, body worship done, she kind of does in a way that's also still submissive. Mm. Got it. But she so. still wants that big dick. 
Yeah. She That's something I think I might have skipped over in one of my highlighted parts. Uh, it does pretty much just describe these girls as size queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might okay. begin that. But uh, she, they, they like, they like the big, the mm-hmm. big honker. Yep. Big hog. Dominate I, and, and also. I do have, say big hog a lot. So another farm animal thing. Yeah. Have a big package to back up the big yeah. dominating personality. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, here it is. She appreciates a bit of beefcake, particularly if it extends to her ter- Eternal boyfriend's bits and pieces. Yep. Uh, So, they will rarely commit to a guy for long unless he's stellar in a stack. Stack. Stellar in the... Stellar in the sack. uh, Again, because they mix up. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of times they get in relationships early on and, like, those are... They marry their, like, uh, long-term boyfriends mm-hmm. because they don't have any other experience in the sack. That makes sense. And so then if they don't do that, they get to experience a lot of stuff and then it's like they start confusing love with sex and Right. Yeah. Okay, I do I'm too. just going to make a I'm just going to make a guess here. I feel like the Taurus <laughs> female would pair very well with the Aries male. We shall see. Yeah. Uh spoiler I knew it. Okay. <clears throat> I'm learning. I am learning so much about all this. Uh, so she may want to explore her options. Uh, curious what might be dangling in the trousers of each potential Mr. Big she meets. But she's not promiscuous because she does not like that word. <laughs> That's pretty much it. She doesn't like labels. Yeah. Uh, and though she likes looking... She's not inclined to touching. She'd like someone to come to her and seduce her. Oh, okay. Okay, so she would prefer to not be touched, just admired from like no, afar? No, she's fine with being touched. Oh. She likes being touched. She wants to be touched. That's oh, all she wants. Oh, she just doesn't want to touch others. She doesn't want to pursue others. Okay. She wants people to pursue come her. To her, yeah. So she can, she'll like, you know, ogle Show a guy from afar, but she won't be like... Reaching out for him. Mm-hmm. And then she'll use her... They'll have to come to her. Yeah, her wiles and her mm-hmm. vestments to draw him after her. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Got it. And uh, even if they are not satisfied in a relationship, uh, they won't sneak around. Okay, they're loyal. Uh, they will instead cuckold. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, not literally. Uh, well, no, literally. Uh, they will, like, talk with their partner... About it mm-hmm. and about bringing in someone else. Wow. Yeah. To that relationship? Uh-huh. Wow. So that I, we were just saying that they weren't kinky, but that's pretty kinky to say like, hey, look, you're not satisfying my needs. I need to bring in somebody else. I mean, it's not really kinky for her. That's just like, just, I can't get off. Like, yeah. Let me bring someone who, in who can. Yeah. Got it. Or but she does like, like a... three. She does like threesomes. Oh, with okay. Dudes. Look at that. Okay, so she as, likes a devil's threesome. As a or the devil's triangle, but whatever it's called. As a, as the book said, she is the receiver of the zodiac, and she likes receiving it a lot, a lot. Okay, from 
both ends from all ends. At that point, it's just efficiency's sake. If she likes receiving it a lot, then this is just, you know, trying to do it all in one go. How many dudes can you get off at once? At least three. Right? At least three. Well, at least four. At a time. Four. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. So, if it's a guy doing it, at least six. If it's a girl doing it, at least seven. So you got... Oh, your hands. Hands. And then if their dick sizes line up, you can just line up two dicks beside each other. And so you can just jerk off two of them at once. Or three, four of them at once. Because you're just swapping between the two dicks. It's a whole thing. It's on Silicon Valley. You should, you should watch oh it. Oh my gosh. I they heard... mathematically... They spend an entire episode. And they actually do make a mathematical formula for it for, for the show. Of <laughs> how many guys... Can be jerked off in by an a hour person. by a single person, and they do it like based upon like size variance and all that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they That's made it. They make an actual mathematical formula about how unbelievable. So she would be like game for trying that. Uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. She all right. she likes uh she likes getting dudes off. All right. The other thing, she doesn't care about her friends being in relationships. What does that mean? You got a you got a girlfriend. She's in a relationship. That dude looks hot. She's gonna draw him to her. Yeah, if he's in, <gasps> if he's game. Ooh, sister, no. There's no sister code. No. Uh, no if girl that code. if that dude comes to her one night again, comes to her because he won't. She won't go to him. Right. And is like, hey, uh, I want to I want to fuck around and save my relationships. And she's like. Pop that pussy out. Yep. She's ready to go. Yep. All he has to do is be like, I'm here for sex. And she's like, I am juicy. Juicy. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> she pulls out the orange juicer and... Juicy. There juices you go. it around and shows him how the juice is made. Yeah. So, uh, she is the most demanding of women... Uh, of the female, female zodiac signs. Okay. Uh, in the sack. Uh, Ooh. She likes getting plowed. She likes getting plowed hard. Okay. And she likes being plowed good. Uh, I feel weird saying that. Mm-mm. But uh, uh, most of her fantasies that she does have are all based around submission. Oh, and, wow. And uh, because of that, many of the other female Zodiac uh, kind of look down on her because mm-hmm. they kind of see that as a little demeaning. How readily she embraces being submissive, being submissive, or the traditional female roles and that kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, she's a sucker for fresh-faced frat boys. Ooh, okay, so, so youngins. Well, I say I don't mean youngins; they look young. You know, you say that, but it's also started off by saying that she dates older men. Yeah, so that's strange. Okay, so maybe younger-looking. Older dudes. Older dudes. Okay. Yeah. Like George Clooney, except not him, because he's a Taurus man, and apparently these won't get along together. Yeah. But in terms of looks, okay. Yeah. Uh, her fancy life might include being taken by two flush dudes at once. Ooh, okay. Studs is what it said. I changed that to dudes. Of course. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, these are not uh, bisexual. Okay. They are one side or the other. Okay. Uh, if they do experiment with bisexuality... It is usually 
in a just selfish way to get off. Right. Okay. So it's like if a, a straight Taurus uh, has a bisexual encounter with a uh, another lady, mm-hmm. it's not because she has any interest in it. It's just because she wants someone to chow down down there. Yep. Go to town. Yeah. Got it. She needs someone to munch her field. <laughs> All right. Uh, so do we want to get into... The gay um, Taurus? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the gay Taurus is intently focused upon sharing and commemorating with her lover the finer and more solemn virtues of female dom. Oh, femdom. Yeah. Well, I think that it means a different term here. Oh, okay. Uh, she revels in the kind of sexual tenderness that can only be shared with another woman. Wow. Okay, so something a little profound. She turns to be eternally girly, and it does say that, uh, I don't know if it's a PC term now, but that, uh, Taurus, uh, gay Taurus women Mm -hmm. are, uh, quote, lipstick lesbians. Okay. They're not typically, uh, what they say as a, uh, butch. Okay. So they're more feminine, which would go along with kind of the sign as a whole, right? Yep. Uh, she is tend to, uh, be drawn to older, wiser women who will mother her. Uh, she enjoys, she still enjoys being master in the bedroom, particularly by an athletic Amazonian lover. Ooh, okay, so by a more dominant female and yet somebody mm-hmm. who's also older and perhaps wiser. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for gay Taurus, the pleasure is typically all, all hers. Mm-hmm. So this is very much like the male Taurus in that she is remiss to reciprocate. Wow, Okay. Uh, she enjoys the loving, tender process of kissing and touching. She'll nibble, lick, and unconsciously tease her lover while demanding to be eaten out in unrivaled gusto. But she does not like eating out. Right. Uh, she's the Zodiac's prime receptor, as we've talked about throughout this whole thing. Uh, the Taurus woman craves penetration and will urge her Spitfire lover to strap one on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she prefers ardent chow downs to the artful, finessed licks and nibbles that characterize her own signature style. Wow. Okay. And uh, a gay Taurus woman is a diehard monogamist whose idea of eternal bliss is glowing, growing old with that one special someone. Aww. So un- okay. Unlike their heterosexual counterpart, uh, they will st- stay true. Stay true, which is something that's, I mean, that's pretty remarkable, especially whenever, um, I mean, for the straight female Taurus being kind of a little bit of a size queen. That's interesting that the female gay Taurus can kind of settle down into something that would maybe please her in a different way. Wait, that didn't come out right. Just cut she still loves being penetrated. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course. But, yeah, but, like... Dildo play and... It's talking more about the emotional connection when it comes to the gay Taurus female than it does sexual... I mean, than it does emotional connection with other um, people other than, like, okay, she was looking for her prince. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, so hetero hetero tourist females aren't like their whole lives don't revolve around sex. Right. They they still want like the emotional attachment and all that. Mm-hmm. It's just that they confuse emotional attachment with physical love. Right. That or makes with sense. physical ecstasy. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. You want to read the couplings? Yes. Uh, do we want to talk about the uh, turn-ons first? Yes. As we did last time. So, the straight turn-ons. Well, do you want to do this? You go ahead and do that, and then I'll do the couplings. Okay. Straight turn-ons. Tall men. Swimmers builds. Smooth torsos. Clean-shaven looks. Hairy legs. Executives. Silk satin lingerie sheets. Blue eyes, big noses, uh, active oral, 69, hey. <laughs> Don't know why I'm saying hey there. It was intended as 69. Uh, light B&D, erotic softcore porn, muscular hands, feet, flattery and passive subduction, nibbling, licking, pillow talk, gifts, surprises, passive anal sex, uh, money, success, Call girl role play, MMF fantasies, seduction, mm-hmm. and stripping. Oh, wow. Okay. For gay turn ons, we have older women, submission, athletes, butches, drag kings, dark features, being pursued, big breasts, body hair, massages, caressing, deep kissing, luxuries, cliche mood music. Candles, piercings, creams, lotions, musky scents, mutual oral, passive penetration, licking, teasing, student-teacher roleplay, whipped cream, passive footplay and worship, feathers, ticklers, and monogamy. Ooh, okay. There's nothing sexual about monogamy. (laughs) Apparently for the tourist gay female, there is. Um, I don't believe so. It's a turn on. So Dana's going to read the couplings, starting with the straight couplings, and we will. Let's get together. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was really bad. Be right back. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Break, 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 break. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna do da 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 Let's get it started. Oh yeah, let's definitely get it started. Okay. So I am going to actually read, just because I had so much fun listening to you um, read about the couplings for the Taurus male last time and all of the alliteration um, that you had to process. No, it was just kind of really fun. And so I'm taking this partially as a, like, I want to participate in this part of it, but I also want to try the tongue twisters that are part of this book. I'll have my finger on the... uh... The the marker key, so uh, (laughs) I'll know when to edit out. Don't worry, people. It'll sound like she did in one try. All right. Which she will. One try. One try. Here we go. All right. So these straight couplings with the Taurus woman. Um, The first is the Taurus woman paired with the Aries man. Something I had thought Uh, about earlier. Yeah. Oh, it's verses. I don't think so. I believe so. I I said verses like five times last time. Yeah, you did. Pretty sure. (laughs) You did. Um, you were close. Um, okay, so the Taurus woman paired with the Aries man. She's his ultra-feminine ideal. 
he fulfills the fantasy of stud with an enterprising spirit. As a couple, they're a classic. Taurus boasts of being the woman behind the man. In bed, she's the mistress to his lusty master. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. I knew, I knew Aries would probably fit well with the straight Taurus woman. I knew it. I fucking knew it. And just to be clear. What? So it's not versus? No, it's not versus. Okay, because... Isn't relationship just combat? <laughs> um, no. It is if you're with an Aries man and you're an Aries woman. Speaking from personal mm. experience. Then it's always battle. Love's a battlefield. We should look up Gemini with an Aries woman. Love is a battlefield. Y'all have to do that sometime. No, that's... Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> I was uh, specifically referencing a relationship of mine. <laughs> Gemini male with the Aries female. Ah, Yeah. What do you know? All right. The Taurus woman and the Taurus man. I, you know, I had thoughts about this one too, but I was wrong. It says this bond is intense in the beginning, but often somewhat static later. Still, it's a simpatico astrological coupling. Sex is comforting, emotionally validating. They could stay in bed for days. And never get off once. Yeah, really. really They're just laying beside each other, spread eagle, Mm -hmm. just like, fuck me. Yeah. And the other person's just like, no, you fuck me. Yeah. (laughs) This is truly a versus relationship. It really is. I should have said it that way. The Taurus woman versus the Taurus man. All right. Um, The Taurus women and the Gemini man. Um, It says here, two extravagant individuals drawn to the promise of glamour the other offers. Life is a whirlwind. Their every move is contingent on the current trend. In bed, he likes a quick fix. She favors more drawn-out sessions. Ooh, okay, so maybe not the best pairing in the bedroom, but still maybe... As a, as a Taurus... As a Gemini male, I've had plenty of long sessions. <laughs> well, I don't... I mean, I think this is just when you're paired with a Taurus woman. No, it said he prefers quick sessions. Oh. Maybe so. We'll find out more. We'll find out more. Okay. Tune in next month <sighs> yeah. to find out Chris's Stimbo. Is that next? Taurus and then Gemini? Hmm? And Gemini is an air sign. I don't know. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so the Taurus woman and the Cancer man. She's his fantasy in the flesh, all soft skin wrapped in a fuzzy pastel sweater. She knows his placid nature is a pose and that extraordinary experiences await. In bed, it's titillation and tenderness in equal measure. Ooh. These sound mostly positive so far. Yeah, this one sounds pretty good. Except for the Taurus male. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, The Taurus, well, she's so receptive. Like. She takes it in all holes. Yeah, she's like super receptive. All at once, apparently. Okay, well, and I think... With the fact that she's ultra feminine and very receptive, I feel like any straight man would be interested in a straight Taurus female. Like, all the couplings are going to be good because she's exactly what most men are looking for. I mean, I I know personally, when I was reading it, uh, I was like, this sounds like a, you know, a decent mate mm-hmm. you know what i was thinking not only is she res- she's a receptor a, a receiver she's a receptacle she's a 
that I was thinking she's like a catch-all. Like if Catches this all is come. if this is the ideal, if this is the ideal woman, it literally is the ideal woman because in this case, this is what usually men are looking for. So that makes sense that a lot of these are are really positive couplings. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I left out is that like she is like super or she is intelligent. She's mm-hmm. uh, she's smart. You know, it, it. We've only got so much time to go over, so. I, when I was reading it, it wasn't just like, oh, this girl's pretty. I think I like her. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this girl's like pretty and like she's smart and she like, yeah. you know, it makes she's sense. fun. It makes sense. Okay. She's the manic pixie dream girl, which is probably my dream girl, even though I know that that is a relationship doomed to fail. Yes. Manic pixie dream girl. All right. Um, so that was the Taurus woman and the cancer man. Um it's all titillation and tenderness in equal measure, so very um, soft and cuddly kind of pairing here. Um, okay, uh, the Taurus woman and the Leo man. Um, it says, he longs for a natural woman. You make me feel like a natural Taurus woman. Um, subtle, accessible Taurin's appeal. Uh, She basks in Leo's glow, energized by his powerful presence. She stimulates his self-actualization. Tactile expression is her strength. Um, So this might actually be a really good pairing. Um, The Leo man with the Taurus woman. Uh, Next is the Taurus woman and the Virgo man. I mean, it seems like a lion would just eat a cow. Okay. In this case... That's a good thing. <laughs> well, in this case, the cow's eating the lion. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, you just did that for real. <laughs> okay, um, then there's the Taurus woman and the Virgo man. She has what it takes. Birdie. <laughs> Birdie. Beauty. <laughs> Beauty. <laughs> I don't think there are any bird signs in the Zodiac. I can't think of any. I think there might be one, but... <laughs> All right. Um, The Taurus woman and the Virgo man. She has what it takes. Beauty. Virtue. After those dangerous types, he seems a safe choice. Their bond is about personal growth. Newfound optimism. Sex involves experiment. Swapping might be an option. Ooh, that's interesting. Virgo, you know, Virgo Virgo men are interesting. Okay. Um, The Taurus woman and the Libra man. They take time to warm up, but then it's hot. Each invests much energy in the other's emotional health. In artistic pursuits, the partnership is peerless. Sexually, imaginations are stimulated. Role-playing is one ritual. Ooh, that might be the best pairing yet. Really? Yeah. Takes time to warm up, but then it's hot. I haven't heard a single bad one besides Taurus men. (laughs) <laughs> almost I mean, every single one of them the leo the leo man it seemed like it was more about ego like she basks in his greatness and he basks in her beautiful perfection or something like that it was kind of like less about that this seems more healthy because it's talking about how they each invest in each other's emotional health okay i don't know maybe um I prefer also the gemini intensity Oh, well, you might be personally biased. 
Um, okay, and then the Taurus woman and the Scorpio man. Illicitness is inherent. They turn on to the taboo of togetherness. In the long run, their love may be a barren landscape in which little grows, but an extraordinary sexual connection keeps them from taking a hike. So that's the Taurus woman and the Scorpio man. So you're saying that the scorpion penetrates the bull. Stings, stings the cow. Penetrates her real hard and real good. <laughs> but uh, too many times, then it might yeah. be fatal. Yep. Um, I'm better than them at describing this stuff. She doesn't like to be stung. She likes to be plowed. <laughs> she likes to be penetrated. And he's mm. going to be penetrating a bunch. And she might stomp on him with her hoofs. Yeah, with her hoofs. Hoofs. (laughs) Okay. Um, The Taurus woman and the Sagittarius man. Fixation at first sight. Um, The Sagittarius's colossal self-confidence transforms this twosome. In her, he's found a savior. Financially, they don't see eye to eye. She's one lover who will satisfy his outsized libido. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. All right, the Taurus woman and Sagittarius the, the Archer. I think so. So I'm gonna be doing some more piercing down there. I feel like every one of these has some kind of piercing aspect or slithery wet. Oh, it's a centaur of. with a bow and arrow. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Okay. The Taurus woman and the Capricorn man. He often keeps his women undercover. Not so now. She's a classy piece of arm candy. She exists to create a stable environment in which he might thrive. Life together is hot everything. Only the best will do. Hmm. Um, that's interesting. So he like basically puts her on a... He puts the pussy on a pedestal? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like he makes her like arm candy. His arm candy. Okay, Um, the Taurus woman and the Aquarius man. Um, Lurking tension requires exploration. She must clear her mind of prior expectations. For him, it's time to get real. Another caveat, they might be careful not to consistently contradict each other. Saving grace, the sex is stellar. So it may not be a good pairing. Bad pairing, but apparently she's like great at sex with no matter who she's with. Yeah. Except the Taurus man. Yeah. Who, as I said, are just starfish just laying <laughs> beside each other. Well, she's kind of like that, too. Except for she does it on all fours <laughs> in the way that I'm perceiving it. As, as the joke so. that I said in the text earlier, and might mm-hmm. possibly be on Twitter, these are starfish lovers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Um, finally, the straight Taurus woman and the Pisces man. Um, they're allies. An emotional attachment develops instantly. He's ready to commit. If she accedes, life will be peaceful and productive. In bed, the focus is on entertainment. Both require plenty of playful attention. So they just turn on Netflix. <laughs> I guess this is the Netflix and chill relationship. No, just Netflix. <laughs> just Yeah, just Netflix. No Listen, chilling. babe, I'm just trying to be entertained tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, all right. So we're going to look at some of the, um, the gay pairings. This is what Um, I'm interested in. Yeah. (laughs) Don't mind me. (laughs) Um, I'm kidding. So the Taurus woman and the Aries woman, um, it says they're a social pair. They want to see and be seen. 
Aries has that glow of good health. Taurus is fetching, but unfussy. The bull offers Aries the protection she herself usually seeks. Sex is earthy and orgiastic. I'm pretty Ooh. sure I'm friends with th- this couple. Oh, yeah? I don't know for sure the uh, one of their signs, but I know the uh, Taurus sign for sure. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, the next one is the Taurus woman and the Taurus woman. Ooh, this might be interesting. Like painters whose they just every... slap each other. <laughs> like painters whose every brushstroke is carefully applied, the Taurus twosome pays ultimate attention to all aspects of living. Appreciation for each other means added value individually. Lavish foreplay is foremost. Ooh, so lots of foreplay. I think it's only foreplay. <clears throat> but she likes penetration. They both do. I know. That's why I think it's only foreplay. Mm. Neither one of them is going to take the step. The, the, to be the penetrator. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, maybe. Never mind. Double side dildo. I've seen that scene. <laughs> okay. Um, the Taurus woman and the Gemini woman. With provocative Gemini, the bull girl taps into her own toughness. They agree on the essentials. Joint professional ventures are a natural partnership path. Sex is endlessly enjoyable. It turns rough and tumble and tender. So, um, very driven, obviously. All right, the Taurus woman and the Cancer woman. They get off on being girls together. It's all dress up and makeup. They may lead a lewd lifestyle, one that includes sex with strangers and swapping. If intimacy is lacking, this pair may opt to be pals and not partners. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I need to meet that couple. (laughs) No reason. All right. um, The Taurus woman and the Leo woman. The Taurus-Leo liaison is all about learning to give way, letting go, allowing deepest feelings to surface. Often they flirt with the rougher edges of existence. Sex is raunchy from day one. Love with a buzz appeals. Ooh, that's interesting. With the Virgo woman, two cultivated sexual persona culminate into one powerful, potent whole. In the extreme... <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris. You're like 13. <laughs> 69. <laughs> it's a powerful, potent hole. It's a powerful, potent hole. In the extreme, erotic appetites are unappeasable. More often, they're slaves to the ecstasy they experience together. Still, each is renewed via their association. With the Libra woman, this starts as a crush. Taurus explores femininity. Libra experiments with androgyny, allowing latent longings to surface. In bed, Libra takes charge, lavishing her lover with all manner of sexual attention. So really, this might be a really good pairing, actually, with the Libra woman. And what is Libra? (sighs) The musician? The lyre player? The lyre? Lyre. Is that how you say that? I don't think so. I no, think it's that's... the scales. Oh, I am not. I was totally off. Okay, yeah, the it's scales. It's the library. It's the books. <laughs> well, apparently Libra is a good match for for um, the Taurus woman. All right. Um, but the Scorpio woman, um, 
causes tourists, sorry, Taurus sends a shockwave through Scorpio, who in turn takes the role of guru to the suggestible bull. A sexual relationship may develop ever so slowly. Months could pass before so much as a kiss is risked. Sounds like all my relationships. (laughs) Uh, But uh, that sounds much nicer than the uh, heterosexual counterpart of this. Yeah, the Scorpio, yeah. All right, um, with the Sagittarius woman, they're a testament to, uh, to the good life. Though Taurus is easily sated by simple luxuries, Sagittarius can't help but yearn for more, more, more. Even if they end up just friends, an erotic connection endures. Nice. Yeah. Um, The Capricorn woman. Taurus pushes all of the Capricorn's buttons. How does one dare such outlandish relaxedness? To Taurus, Capricorn is a wise woman to be worshipped. Together, they live a principled, luxurious lifestyle. In bed, Capricorn takes command. Does like an opposite subtract kind of thing. Sort of, yeah. Capricorn is <clears throat> like fastidious. Yeah. Nah. Um, the Aquarius woman. In Taurus, Aquarius has an eager audience, someone who will listen lovingly to her high-minded monologues and learn. Sex is best when conceptual. It's all about exaggerated role-play and complex mind games. Which is strange, because the Taurus woman doesn't usually... Have a brain? Uh, doesn't usually... Like, that's not... It said at the very beginning, her brain is not a sexual organ. Yeah, well, that's... She... That's more of, like, she doesn't play into, mm-hmm. like, role play Mental or... Play. yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> like, the most role play that she does is exposing her sexuality. Right. Stripping and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Pisces woman. Initially, they clash, but it's intriguing. They have career, career goals in common. Each works to reinforce the other's reputation. Often, emotional balance is elusive. Sex is untamed, a workout, if you will. So um, those are all the different couplings that we'll see here with the Taurus woman. That's me on the next page. (laughs) And Gemini is coming up next month. They drew their penises. Yeah, so you don't forget you're talking about. Do they draw their vaginas? (laughs) Okay. So that's. Uh, everything that's that's yeah that's everything we could really discover about the uh taurus woman um so if you're a taurus lady like get out there (laughs) get out there (laughs) um be your earthy flower goddess self that's pretty cool you're the most feminine of feminine like you're the ideal you're what every man's looking for and some ladies too don't be ashamed yeah Fucking find that good dick. <laughs> hold out for it, too. All right. Or if you're in a relationship, cock hold that bitch. Come. Cuckold that bitch. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> or please, seven dicks at a time. If that's your bag, like, go for it. Um. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this particular episode of KinkCast. Um, we're definitely going to keep going with some of these interesting astrological signs and their relevance um, to sex and kinks and and um, different kinds of personalities, because I think this is really kind of fun, even though it does deviate a little bit from kind of the research and the science that we usually kind of try to stick to. Well, we're still um, going to be doing those, the traditional episodes of KinkCast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just a fun break for us. 
Yeah. Uh, it's something that we get to do, and we get to take a break while uh, Tommy's uh, discovering himself. Yeah, while or, he's running with the bulls, but also becoming a matador, but also eating some He's running with the bulls while killing the bulls? Yeah. Well, that it's either kill or be killed, right? Eating Isn't that hamburgers? I, it was it was a joke. It was a, oh, another beef they're joke. Oh, because they're bull. Okay, that's a, yeah. and possibly getting mad cow disease. Possibly. Do they have a layover in England? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's where mad cow disease was very prominent. Yep. So not to be confused with the Mad King, which brings us back to Game of Thrones, which really is something that you should be doing. Which is what our podcast is actually about. We've been waiting for the new season to start <laughs> so we can actually talk about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. That's what our show's actually about. (laughs) Um, But if you enjoyed this episode, you should definitely listen in next time. um, We'll be talking about fetish. Yep. But you have to bleep that, right? The Yeah. You shouldn't bleep it. You should just it. I'm going to have to bleep that, too. Anyways, um, you should definitely send us a message um, on um, our Gmail, which you can reach us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, uh, you can uh, contact us on Twitter. Uh, like I said, slip into our DMs uh, at uh, kinkcastpodcast uh, if you want some hints about next week's episode. Uh, it's a good place for that. Oh, you can find us on FetLife. Find us on FetLife. We'll see you there. Fat Life, wherever you can uh, find podcasts. Uh, and the best way to help out the show is, as always, to rate and review. Uh, if you give us a review, I might read it on the podcast. Can't promise, but I might read it on the podcast. And if you give us a four-star review, I will very much be upset when I read it. And I won't read it on the podcast, but I'll probably talk about it. So four or five star review will definitely get you read on the podcast. <laughs> also, tell us about your sign. Are you are you a Taurus male or Taurus female? Was Did this... you come when you heard the Age of Aquarius? <laughs> uh, is this fascinating to you? Is it accurate? I want to know if all Taurus men are hung like bulls. Uh, I guarantee <laughs> any Taurus men that responds mm-hmm. will be hung like a bull. Oh, that's exciting. Fantastic. Because they lie. That too. Bye. Who win it now?